Welcome to Jump and Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the flying Zambini, uh, Scalapini, uh, everybody, look at my weenie, John Wayne, that's right, here I am. I am in Wayne Manor right now, of course, in the West Wing, nestled into the studio of evil, where I do all my eviling and, and bring you this podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another week. Uh, special thank you, shout out to everyone who's joining me for the first time uh, or you just started listening to the podcast recently. Thank you again so much. I've met a ton of people over the last couple weeks and uh, man, it's been great. It has been absolutely a pleasure. So uh, thank you for tuning into the show. And um, yeah, we'll talk more about uh, what I've been up to uh, later. As we know, every uh, time I'm at a show, the the at a con, I recapped the show. I was just at Texas Frightmare this weekend, and wow, wowie. I can't wait to tell you all about it later, but that's later. So I am back in the in the Wayne Manor um, this week uh, for a few days before I take off again to Hampton, Virginia for Haunted Screams. And um, so I'm going to be very extremely, extremely busy. Before I left... Uh, last week, you know, I was uh, I was telling you guys I've just been drawing a lot, getting this tarot deck done. I've been I showed a bunch of people uh, more of the cards this weekend and last weekend uh, from my iPad, so it's very exciting. I said a lot more people uh, seem to be interested in it at these last couple of shows, and that's exciting for me because I'm almost there. It's almost done, and it will be out very very soon. I can't wait. So, like I said, I've just been nose to the grindstone uh, writing. Um, I, I started writing this short story, uh, that my man Blake gave me an idea for, uh, which is awesome. So I got very inspired by that. I've been working on that, um, you know, the last uh, few days when I could over the weekend, but, uh, that's what I've been working on writing wise, plus this other longer work in progress that I'm doing, um, right now, but, uh, all good things, man, all good things. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, want to, before we get too far down the rabbit hole here, give a big, huge major shouts out to, my Patreon supporters, thank you guys so much, the members of my Patreon. As I said uh, last week especially, you know, I, it, it helps me out so, so much. I have one weekend off for the rest of the year until uh, the last two weeks of December. So I will be going places every week, um, you know, just uh, really out there, uh, pounding the pavement. So the the uh, support is so much appreciated um, that it's it's hard for me to even articulate because it means that much to me. So thank you, thank you so much. Um, if you would like to check out my Patreon, throw a little extra support your Uncle Johnny's way, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, sign up for one of the tiers. They all come with the uh, goodies, special goodies. And every single tier you sign up for comes with access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast which i uh put out on the patreon page every wednesday and that is the show where i talk to artists that i meet uh all over the country and the world even uh, a lot of them are usually in my hotel room at the cons or we skype in if i have to move on before we can get together but it's artists of, of all kinds actors uh singers models musicians writers everything it's it's been a blast i've met so many cool people and that show is up uh like 88 89 episodes right now so you got a lot uh if you're joining now to catch up on you know you get access to all the back episodes they're very very cool and uh, i have a lot of fun doing them so again patreon.com slash john wayne is dead uh sign up for one of the tiers and i appreciate you so so much thank you so um <clears throat> so like i said this week 
um, it's just been a whirlwind. And I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating the next few weeks are going to kind of feel like that for me because it's going to be short, short amounts of time at home and then uh, getting right back out there. Short amounts of time at home, getting right back out there, which I love. Um, you know, but I got to make sure I keep it together. Don't get stressed or overworked. Don't overwork myself. Um, I got to find some some way to relax myself, I think. So that's going to be... Uh, be on my mind while especially while I'm doing this and, and staying physically healthy as well that's something that uh I'm thinking about a lot you know going from place to place I know you know COVID is always a concern uh still a concern and 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 it will be you know for uh the foreseeable future I guess um but other things are out there too you know it's like we can't overlook the cold colds you know or fucking the real regular folio or whatever i mean when you are out and when when you shake i mean you don't, we don't shake everyone's hands now obviously but i i you know you talk to a few hundred people every weekend you shake a lot of hands you do give some hugs because i am vaccinated and i you know feel comfortable doing that with people who feel comfortable doing that with me but it's like yeah man i got still got to take care of myself you know i got to drink water uh i got to make sure i'm hitting the gym not not slacking on that which i have been very much i mean i i go to the gym at the hotels when I'm on the road, whatever. Uh, I stay on top of that. So it's just making sure I stay on top of all of that. Doing my yoga every week with my sister Carrie. Shout out to you, Carrie. Um, uh, feeling at feeling fit with Carrie. If you'd like to to she to check out some yoga, I've been doing it. I guess over a year now, and I feel awesome. I love I love yoga twice a week uh, with my sister. So she's cool. Check it out. Um, teaches on zoom and she's badass also oh happy birthday to my darling dear niece caroline i love you so much i'm sorry i missed the party uncle wayne had to work like a like a savage animal but happy birthday to you my my niece caroline is awesome and amazing uh she's one of my biggest fans and i love her so much so happy birthday darling um now moving right along <clears throat> we've got a lot to cover with this convention and uh we'll talk more a, a little bit more about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast um later uh, in the show here but uh i think without further ado we're going to just get right into our three card tarot reading this week um as you know or do not know if you're new i do a three card tarot reading on myself before every episode in which i i just to give myself a fresh perspective, uh, change, you know, maybe my thought process on something, you know, I just think about what, what's going on, write down what's on my mind and just kind of look at it through the prism of those cards that I, I get. So this week, of course, um, I kind of talked a little bit already about what's on my mind, you know, um, mental and physical health, uh, balance, um, again, like, uh, business acute acumen. I almost said acuity. I don't even know that if that's right. Acumen. Uh, yeah. Just keeping all that shit straight, um, uh, making sure I'm staying up on it and, and all of that. And, uh, just patience, you know, I, I could always use some more patience. So that, that also has been, uh, on my mind. So, um, we'll just get right with that being said, let's see what cards we got this week. Okay. So, uh, first we've got, uh, the six of pentacles and this is in the upright position. So as we know, pentacles, you know, when that comes up, that's our material wealth. That's, you know, um, you know, money, um, possessions, uh, finances, <clears throat> balance in your finances, all that kind of stuff. Right. So with the, in this card, it shows, um, you know, there's a man who you know, appears to be dropping coins to some, uh, you know, beggars or 
maybe less fortunate people that are on their knees at his feet or kind of like there. So with that, you know, you look at that and this card is, is about, you know, perhaps being in a position to give assistance to, to those who need it right now. And while it can be financial, financial is most likely what it would be. Um, but it, it doesn't have to be that it, you know, it could be that we're giving our time or, um, you know, sharing our know-how about something to someone, um, you know, just being there for someone, helping them with something that you have a particular skill in to help. It doesn't have to be monetary is what I'm saying. But we have an abundance of that right now, and we are happy to help with that. We're happy. We, do we You know, we're in this generous time right now where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to help. I don't even care. You know, I, I, I do care. I mean, I don't care about myself in the situation. You know, I want to help you. Uh, I want to help this group, whatever it is. Like you're in this, this mindset of like, let me give what I have to you to help you come up as well um, or to help you level yourself out, whatever, whatever that may be. And when we do this, we have to realize, you know, this is one of those things where the universe take care of us. You know, the, what goes around comes around, and we we know when we give of ourselves, whether it is monetary or of our you know mind, our body and spirit, whatever you want to say, um, that's going to come back to us. You know, good stuff is going to come back to us. You know, monetarily, it'll find its way back to us. How you know, however it will, but you know, we we need to you know be mindful of that. You know, we we do this not we do we need to make sure we're doing these things not not to pat ourselves on the back, not to um, you know, make us look good in the eyes of someone else. That's bullshit. And that's, that's selfish that you might as well just fucking steal from orphans. If you're going to do that, I say, um, only because I've had someone do that where they, they helped me out and a couple other people out and then just threw it right back in our faces. Like it was like the, like they just fucking moved heaven and earth to do this or something. And it was very gross of them. Um, so that's what, you know, keep in mind we're, this is going to come back. You know, we're happy to get we're happy to do this for you right now. Um, we also need to keep in mind, though, that however this is, whatever help we're giving to this this person or people, it's it's temporary. You know, you're, you're not on the payroll. I'm not giving you money every week. You know, I'm not going to sit here and hold your hand through uh, setting something up every single time or, or whatever, you know, it, we've got to give the support they need so that the, the people or person we're helping can grow themselves and, and be able to sustain their thing alone without your help. And then they can go on to help, help other people. Um, <clears throat> so that, and th with that being said, yeah, the, 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 that's just another thing to be mindful of because the risk of someone becoming dependent on you. And I mean, that just, sometimes it just happens without you realizing it. You know, you just all of a sudden are always doing this for this person, always, always, always. And that's we can't do that, you know, um, and, and, and at the same point, the same in the same sense, reverse that. If we're on the other end of, of someone helping us right now in some way, whether it be monetarily or through, uh, you know, whatever knowledge and that kind of stuff, we need to, you we need to be mindful to not take advantage of that. We can't allow ourselves to become dependent on that because you know, that that's not sustainable. We need to be able to stand on our own and, and so we can grow. So, um, yeah, so with that, that's the, that's, that's what I, I like about this card, um, very much, you know, as we give of ourselves, knowing it's going to come back, um, we're in the right mindset to do that. We're happy to do it. And, and we just, you know, be mindful of that. We're, we're lending a, a temporary 
hand, helping hand, um, and helping to be make people, you know, helping people to get on their own with it. Next card, Six of Swords, upright Six of Swords. I like this card a lot. Um, talked about it uh, a few times. So, with this card, in in this card, it's it shows a a, a person being ferried across, you know, a, a body of water um, in a like a canoe type of boat and there's a ferryman at the front who's got a, a pole that he's sticking in the water to to move the boat forward and there's six swords sitting in the front of the boat upright just like so when we get this card what this is showing us is that we are in a state like this is a transition card we're, we're moving from one thing to the other hence like you know going across this body of water right um and and it's not we're moving towards some something of a somewhat of an unknown, right? It, it's not like we're going directly to grandma's house across the river, you know. This is a chance that we're taking that we need to take um, in order to move forward, like to grow, to get to that next level. There's a chance, there's, there's some kind of, there's a risk we need to take um, when we cross this river uh, or this, you know, and moving from one this one part of ourselves to the other or this one project to the other. There's going to be an element of the unknown in that, and that's okay. We need that to grow. We need that to uh, to move forward. <clears throat> also, this might be this change. Like it, it's it, it might be something that is absolutely forced upon you and not a happy transition. It could be a sad thing. It could be the end of a relationship or a job or a friendship or something like that. But you have to move on. We have to transition, and it it might suck, but you know, that's again, how we grow. Like it's going to, we're going to get knowledge from this, how, whatever the situation is, we will gain a new, uh, perspective and, and have more knowledge on it when we get to this other side. So also with this card, we need to let go of things that are holding us back, especially because we're about to make this, we're making this transition. We're about to, um, you know, old, old mental habits, um, you know, just, just, Things that uh, are not working for us in our lives anymore, we need to, uh, as hard as it may be, let those go. You know, we need to leave those behind um, and and then don't dwell on it. We These are things we don't need, so we should leave them behind, get to the other side, and they're in the rearview mirror indefinitely. We're not going to sit there and be like, oh, I wonder if I would have him and hawing. That's not, that's not it. You know, it really, really, this, this really stands uh really calls for us to release that kind of baggage or, or uh, albatross around our neck, uh, if you will. It's very, very important because you think about the swords that I said are in the front of this boat. And so they represent what is holding you back. Those are the, that's the baggage you don't need to take across the river. Think about like, you know, just from a sense of like the card, you know, these are heavy ass swords. And if you can get rid of them, if you don't need all of these swords to get to you get to the other side, it's going to work out a lot better. You know, the boats won't be heavy. It won't have swords sticking in it, that kind of thing, you know, but, but apply that to life. You know, we can't carry all these swords across the, the river with us. We have to let some of these things go. And another great part about this card that I love symbolism wise, um, last thing is the ferryman with the with the pole. Because he can't move that boat forward to the other side without that pole hitting the bottom of the river, the, the body of water, hitting the, the ground in there. So you hit that ground and push off and move forward. And what that represents is 
always like, no matter what happens, no matter what transition you have to make, no matter how much, like what goes away or is, uh, you have to leave behind. As long as you have that foundation built, like you've, you've honed whatever this is you're doing, like for, in my instance, your craft, as long as you have built a, a stable foundation and started there and didn't take shortcuts or, you know, compromises or anything like that, you can always rely on that foundation. You can always go back on that and use that to push yourself across to the next thing. Um, and that will that will sustain you. That's why it's so important to, you know, dedicate yourself to what you're doing. Stay, you know, stay committed to it, um, and and give it the respect it deserves, and build that foundation um, <clears throat> so that you can continue to move forward. And so that if things uh, are, are in upheaval or whatever you're working on, you always have that to fall back on, and and it's strong, and you'll get to the the other side. So, um, yeah. So I like that card quite a bit. Um, Next card, last card, uh, another one of my favorite cards, um, but this is reversed, the Three of Swords reversed. Uh, so this is the, on this card, I actually have, I sell prints of this card. I have a, the Metal Tarot card with this one in it, of my version of it. It's heart, a heart in the middle with three swords sticking through it. Um, and this, uh, when it's in the reverse position like this, it it is asking us to pay attention to how we are thinking uh, about ourselves in that we may be kind of selling ourselves short. We may be putting ourselves down a lot, uh, a lot of self-deprecating thoughts or, or talk. Um, I know it's fun to like joke around about that kind of stuff, but sometimes it's just like we, we don't need, that's going to feed into something or it's a little telling of what's on your mind. It, we just need to let that go. We don't need to be negatively talking to ourselves. And, and one of the things like, it, you know, you look at like what I say this about my best friend, what I say this about my relative, you know, if you're like, no, they're not a piece of shit that's stupid and dumb. You shouldn't say it to yourself. So we have to give ourselves that kind of respect ourselves, love ourselves, right? Positively reinforce ourselves. It starts with that. It's not about being, uh, you know, um, arrogant or conceited. Um, it's about not putting ourselves down and not selling ourselves short and just being confident in who we are. So that's something we need to look at and be mindful of. Um, also, on the other hand, we might, we might need to develop a little bit more of a thick skin. We might be too too sensitive to what people are uh, maybe saying about us or whatever. Whatever is happening, we, we need to kind of toughen up a little bit and let it, you know, wash off of us rather than taking it so, so personally. Um, you know, again, in this card, flow, in flowing with the reading, you know, it, it can indicate that we're coming out of a, a, a change, a, a rough patch, something like, for instance, you know... Um, you know, getting charity or having to have a helping hand up, getting from one side of this river to the other. And, uh, you know, whatever it is, the relationship, job, something, something challenging has happened. Um, and that's, that's happening right now. And we need to take that and, and know that it's again, like the other card said in the past that it's, it's, it's done. We don't have to, uh, deal with this anymore we're we're not over it necessarily we're but we are in the the other side of it you know what i mean we are getting over it and and are actually looking forward to the to the good things that you now can have come out of this awful situation or this impossibly tough situation or whatever it may be 
Um, but it all comes with, you know, we got to have that belief in ourselves too. We can't lose that because it's very easy to get down on yourself, especially after you go through a rough patch of something or a transition. Um, you know, at least for me, I know that. And I, you know, like I said, I put these, I kind of look at these, you know, I'm giving you me with you trying to like generalize this, but I'm not, I'm generalizing and I'm speaking mostly about myself when I'm doing these readings. So yeah, so that's something to to look at. That that there's all there's going to be something good. And like we said, going back to the other cards, it says you know we're going to get let go of this baggage, let go of this stuff, and then we can, uh, you know, move forward, focus on something new, grow from from whatever this situation is. And that's um, exactly where you know we end up with the three of swords reversed. Is it's going it's going to suck, but we don't have to fuck with it anymore. We're getting over it, and and it's something good is coming out of this. Uh, indefinitely. So that is our reading for this week. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I hope you did as well. I, uh, as a lot of you know, I'm in the midst of drawing this tarot deck and I'm almost done and I can't wait uh, till it's out because I'm very excited for it. And uh, yeah, so before we move on, I uh, I mentioned this uh, in the last podcast and um you know, and I actually, uh, I kind of, fu- I fucked it up and I feel like an idiot. Uh, I fucked up, I fucked up a name. So I talked last week about how um, at Mad Monster Party in Charlotte, I was next to these uh, dudes who uh, do a podcast and I said the name backwards. It is Microphones and Monsters, not Monsters and Microphones, Microphones and Monsters. This is a awesome uh D&D podcast uh, around the Cthulhu mythos. These guys were rad as hell. Um, I had a good time being next to them. And we had a great time cutting up and uh, and getting to know each other. But uh, one thing, we, we uh, you know, stayed in touch, of course. And um, I'm going to actually, I got a promo from these dudes. And I'm going to uh, a little promo ad for their podcast because I think you should check it out. And uh, we're going to listen to that uh, right now. Now, Microphones and Monsters is a Cthulhu D&D actual play with a balance of horror, mystery, and comedy. Our story begins in a 1920s Magitek noir setting. We follow the story of Alistair. That power is very much something that I need, and I don't want that to stop. Victor. I don't think I want to help you. And Julian. It's burning. What happened here can't see the light of day. As they come face to face with Eldritch Horrors. <laughs> I don't think you could ever stop me. And try not to fall into madness. Go to microphonesandmonsters.com or listen wherever podcasts are found. All right. Microphones and Monsters podcast. Check those guys out. Very cool. Um, moving right along, speaking of podcasts, this you're listening to one, but another one, which I spoke of earlier, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast on my Patreon, um, where I talk to other artists. I have been, if you're if you're new to the show or, or not new, I've been dropping in uh, part of the episode that's going to come out this week on Wednesday on the Patreon and uh, give you a little taste of it. So you can you know, meet my guests that week, check them out. And then, you know, if you'd like to hopefully jump on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, subscribe to one of the tiers and you can listen to the whole episode and all the other episodes. So this week, uh, the episode uh, is um, another hotel uh, ex- extravaganza, hotel room exclusive. We are, uh, this one, we are in Atlanta, Days of the Dead, and I am speaking with my good friend, uh, artist, vampire, James Abyss, uh, and musician as well, um, in the hotel room. Nick P. is with me. Uh, the Vicious Jane is there as well. 
And we have a, a surprise pop-in uh, visit from my, our good friend, Leslie Cavanaugh. Shouts out to you. And uh, so I don't know if everyone's going to appear in this clip, but we are definitely going to talk to James for a little bit in this clip. So uh, check it out. This is my man, uh, James Abyss. Anyway, James, where are you from? <laughs> I am from at, Indiana, Indiana, like 30, 43 seconds from the Ohio border. So I do try to uh, do anything in the Midwest. Um as far as is that a border possible. state like with the northern border? Je no, just the state border. We don't we don't have that kind of border there. But um, I live an hour from Kentucky. I live an hour from Ohio. I live an hour from Indianapolis. It's a ge geographical anomaly. I live an hour from <laughs> anywhere. That's, that's kind of cool. That's, to, that's, that's a, fucking can convenient. Can I interrupt everyone for one second? Vicious Jane is with us. Oh, yes. shit. God damn it. I feel like Vicious such an Jane. asshole. Yeah, you just steamroll over like I'm trying to interview I'm people and you're just fucking talking about, I don't even know what, like I'm trying to get to Jane. You're just like, and another thing. Continue. <laughs> kind Jane sir. is here. We love you, Jane. Again. You guys have heard, you know Jane. She's She's been with us for Vicious a while. Vicious Jane. Vicious Jane. Jane. Uh, Vicious Jane. One of us. Burlesque dancer, us. artist, uh, model, Got amazing goth cheerleader extraordinaire. Goth cheerleader. She's rocking the goth fucking underboob and shit. Underboob is horror, rocking. Horror, horror. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give me one of those shirts tomorrow. Yeah. What's up, we Jane? Should all Jane, you let us sleep in Oh, we house. should. We should yes. all go to the floor tomorrow with the same shirt. I have been with these tops. for a yeah. long time. God, that'd be so embarrassing, man. Hold on. No, no, no. Let's continue. <laughs> Forget we ever we, said that. We stayed at Jane's all week. Oh, yeah. Jane that. put that us fun. up in her house as graciously to put these two psychopaths <laughs> in That is such house. a bad idea. You know that, right? I'm fully aware. I'm and look, it's still look. happening. Look yeah. what happened really because of it. really good at making bad decisions, so it works out. <laughs> And what did we learn? It was fun. No. <laughs> this is like our own personal <laughs> Wizard of Oz like journey here, right? Like it was me and John yeah. Wayne, and we picked up Jane on the way, and then we picked you up, and, and then the rest of these imaginary people that came through this weekend and shit. Yeah. If I only so we had a brain. yeah, we're yeah. fucking on the hero's journey here and shit. Get sucked in. Well, we talk about how we you all had me at sucked in together, but you know, Jane, Jane. Uh, you know, we've known we we were just about to talk about the origin story before we got on this podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we saved it. It was three years ago. Yeah. Ish. 2018. In North May. Carolina, in Charlotte. Yeah. Stays Charlotte. Uh, that was the first show I took Nick to. This is, he was just a spry young, oh, that was your first plucky, show. plucky young boy. <laughs> Spring we ate those mushrooms. I was angry that they didn't work. Right? Was that that no, show? Yeah. And then we took that picture out back, and you were like, "Man, <laughs> you could see me in that picture. I look fucked up." And I'm like, "Yeah, you are fucked up." But uh, you know, oh, Jane, like the casket creatures were across from us, a band. And, uh, you know, and I also played a band. I have my guitar and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I have a guitar too. And, but Jane, uh, <laughs> you know, was friends with them. And was like, hey, what's this all about? And came and talked to yeah, us. Total lovers. And then we just like, and then she like, excellent cosplay, Frankenhooker, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then we just vibed. Gonna hang out all weekend. And then we, now we're best friends. So yeah. what do you want? It's a story. That's it. But James... Hi. Back to you. Hi there. So you live a stone's throw from Cincinnati, did you say? Yeah, I, literally a stone's, a stone's throw from anywhere, depending on how far you can throw, I guess. I'm um, so you're a, is your primary like medium 
paint like painting or what it like um i started off just doing um graphite drawings for like my friends that i grew up with and then um nothing got a little bored with the graphite and the colored pencils and moved on to watercolor blood cemetery dirt oils acrylic just whatever nice. whatever can be art uh, an art medium i try to try to like put all that in rotation so i don't get bored yeah um and like the pieces that you make for like these shows like you've made some amazing like hellraiser like the Thank you. like uh and your halloween shit like it's it's always awesome um <laughs> I feel like I'm so a piano player, like yeah. looking over my shoulder at you guys. Like, uh, are you when? So when you come to shows, are you are you you're bringing original pieces as well as prints, right? Right. Yeah. So I so I always have a can buy like an original piece. Yes, I, I try to do um probably seventy eighty seventy to eighty different prints. Um, that way we just have a you know a, a wide range of available product for a low price. Um. And then I'll bring some pieces that I've worked on for, you know, a couple of weeks. And then I'll also bring some pieces that I did just for the convention, you know, that I can sell those to people pretty cheap, you know, and they still get a, a nice big original piece that's framed. Yeah. Yeah. And your shit, your shit looks great. Did you, you started with graphite. You yeah. said, did you do like graded pencil work at all? Or, uh, uh it was, a uh, cause I, 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 I cut my teeth on like Leslie Kavanaugh is here. Just in the house, walked in. Leslie is here. Hi. Leslie, you're on the podcast, girl. Welcome. Hi. Are you okay with being on this? Yeah. I was... Leslie yeah, takes good. care of people. Yeah. Leslie, do you need a drink? And she's very drink. good Thank at you. it. I'm so tired. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. so glad I just busted up. No, no, that's fine. That's party. why we're doing it. Like, yeah, we knew people were going to come by. We don't care. Uh, it's like. Kiwi's Playhouse. Where you <laughs> have the guests. Like, oh, King of Cartoons is here. Yeah. We need word of the day. Did I just take the jet out? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're fine. You sit there. Um, but it's so to, so to answer your question, John Wayne, yeah, like uh, I have used the, the graded pencils where like everything is like two super. Feet, yeah. yeah, like the different the whole right, like yeah, the the, uh, the set that I started off with was 24, I believe, which was actually way too many because I really only need a couple of them at this point um but that's definitely how i learned to try to do this on a professional level because i started taking it far more seriously than like yeah i'll draw a picture of you and just mail it to you like to my friends or whatever so but yeah did, did you ever fuck with like like rapidiograph pen at all what is that it's like the uh ink work that's like super like you get these pens that are different uh like almost like uh tattoo needle gauges like, like micron like that micron pens uh, yes but no yes, because but it's no. like a micron is like the felt tip this is like a i mean you guys are talking about physical shit yeah just this is like a pen like no this is like uh, yeah. this is like a, a pen that is like actually like a metal you know it's it is like very much like a tattoo needle right? okay. like but it's very like uh you put your own ink in it you have to get a special ink and uh you know if you get to, you have to when you draw on like the ink paper like the ink you know paper it's just like perfect fucking lines and you can do like uh when i was like in art in middle school like my advanced art class like we learned rapidograph and like stip like the stippling, stippling and, like, yeah. grading and like dude and i fucking have a rapidograph pen in my fucking bag right now like, i do not I, actually I, no i do at all i'm saying like i carry that shit around like i've used it to this day like all that kind of shit it's a very that's a very cool thing but but yeah you do a lot of painting it, it what where do you get like uh pass it around Nick. 
also you do you do stuff for the cons like you know we come here like there's the horror, yeah the horror stuff is most of your, of your stuff you'd say based around that or you do outside of that um well? it's i do try to definitely make sure that like if we have an actor here that's played a role i want to have those people represented uh, yeah. for sure and you some stuff to, that right and the stuff that doesn't get love like we don't see julie walker very much we don't see much of Ghostface anymore um uh, so i want to try to bring those like the stuff that we grew up on uh that's why we're here today like i want to go back to that i want to go back to the 80s and bring those people back make them relevant again but also mm-hmm. like respect what we're doing now with like art the clown and terrifier um it's no different than the original pennywise like we're we're still using the same subject matter but we have such a wide age range for these conventions that like i want to get shit that your dad knows and the kids know too you know exactly i should write a book about it, uh the celebrities that are going to be the convention to, to people to buy oh man you read this book i wrote about fucking davy jones how would you be able to <laughs> you know davy jones here yeah. we come walking down the street who has a legal degree how could we pull this that off like I, I think it's seventy about, bucks like, online. We can do that. We're talking like, about people's real like. I, uh, I have a story about Mickey Dolan's okay. from the Monkees. I'm you, uh, I'm all ears. When uh, so Nick, you remember Nick? You know this. Like uh, I've played in bands for like twenty some years, but we used to practice at a practice space in Houston. It was called Soundcheck Studios, and it was like practice spaces, right? You know, and you have like the PA in the room, and it's like whatever. And this place was nice it was spaced out the rooms weren't like stacked up right but like people would stop through that were like rehearsing before the show that they're going to like you have that kind of stuff we're just like a metal band like a metal melodic we're a metal band you know yeah. we're, we're doing our thing with practice like normal and the one of the guys like uh we after one of the songs hey and uh it's this guy jimmy that's worked there for fucking ever he knows us and he comes in he's like hey guys I'm just telling you this because I have to. Mickey Dolan's is uh, rehearsing down the hall from you guys, and uh, he said you're too loud, and you wanted me to come tell you to turn it down. You don't have to do anything. Right. I just want you to know that. And I was like, oh my fucking God, Mickey Dolan's? Fuck you, you stupid <laughs> bitch. We just played loud. We just played louder. We were just we got obnoxious about That's it. That's the appropriate response, though. But yeah, come on, man. You could he could have been cool as the monkeys. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. Could have been. And that could have been Roy. Could should have been Roy. Should have been. Should have been Roy. But another thing uh, that is like you're a musician as well. Yes. 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 You play. So tell me about like the band you play now. Like what's your like? When did you start doing music? Um, well, I, I learned, um, I don't know. I learned how to play guitar first. Um, like as soon as I like officially became a grown up, and I really like, I love guitar, but what I'm being paid to do is to do vocals. Um, so like, that's a relatively new thing for me. I've only been doing it for a couple of years as far as a professional goes. Um, but we do the, you know, the typical shock rock, you know, and we'll do some covers here and there, but, um, very theatrical. Um, what's the name of your band? Um, well, one, one band that I'm in is Hollywood. Um, and the other band that I'm in is called shock therapy. And that's the original that's yeah, band, right? Yeah. But, so and Hollywood is a Marilyn Manson tribute band. Yes. We do like full costumes and stuff yeah, for that. That's what I'm um, talking about. 
shock yeah. therapy is like what else do you guys do because y'all are spooky as fuck and like we're gonna come like so we'll play a show as hollywood and a shock therapy and have an opener and we just play for a couple of hours and we have like our supporting you know like whether it's a kiss tribute or whether it's a local band or, or you know whatever they're it's fucking whatever the neighborhood has like we'll bring them on to the cast also very cool guys please check out my friend james james abyss uh his art his paintings are amazing um and uh he's he's just an awesome dude definitely uh in the awesome dude for life category so check him out check out the vicious jane uh you know where me, nick p and i are hanging out and leslie well she'll, we're gonna have her on the show here pretty soon too so you'll get to know a little bit more about her anyway moving right along moving right along yeah um we are, are gonna get into the story portion of of the day today uh like i said i just at, at the top of the show i just freshly back from Texas Frightmare uh, 2021, one, 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 and what a time. So without further ado, uh, I'm uh, let's hear my recap on all the fun and, and hijinks and hilarity of Texas Frightmare 2021. So... Uh, as you know, I've been on a tear lately on the road and, uh, you know, moving right along with that every week. So this last weekend, uh, as I said, I went to Texas Frightmare and it is in Dallas and Texas Frightmare, just to give some perspective, is I've, I was told going into it, this is like the San Diego Comic-Con of horror conventions, um, which, you know, just if you don't know what that is, San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con is the biggest comic pop culture convention in the country uh every year and so think that but horror um so it uh is very it's very not prestigious not the word i'm looking for uh very good to be included in in frightmare it's hard to get a table people have been there for years doing it there's all this you know ins and outs but if you can get get in it's it's like whoa you know everything you've heard is true now I've been to Texas Frightmare once, and that was several years ago. Uh, not several years ago, maybe like four years ago, maybe five. Um, uh, Porn Star Retirement Plan was going to come out uh, through Rooster Republic Press, and that was before they had changed hands to who the current owners now. Um, the people who owned uh, the press before lived in Dallas. They had a table there. They said, hey, do you want to come up since you live in Houston and be at the table and you can just check it out and be a part of whatever? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and it was it was a lot. I mean, it was so overwhelming then. Um, so this was my first time to come back. And now I'm a vendor. You know, I'm, now I'm there at, at, with the convention. Um, so I went up there with uh, Death's Head Press, my man's, my man's and lady, uh, <laughs> Jared Barbie, Patrick C. Harrison III, and of course the lovely Kara was there to tend to our shenanigans and uh, wipe our little noses and pat our bottoms dry. Uh, but we went up there. We set out uh, early Friday morning uh, from Houston. It's only about four hours to get to Dallas from there, so give some perspective on that. And we got up there, um, and uh, fi- we, got, we got in. We went right to the place to set up. And this is like at the airport. I remember it's at the same place it was la- that time I went. And it was kind of a, a weird, it was kind of a little confusing to get there. We like hit, hit, had to go on the loop a couple times to, to get, go through the right, uh, you know, 
toll entrance or something. But once we figured it out, we got in there and uh, brought everything out. Death's Head had all their books. Uh, I had all my stuff. And we had a, a awesome table on, you know, right on the end, the corner of this one aisle, uh, them and me. And it was, uh, we get set up right away. I run into T-Shirt Joe. Shouts out to T-Shirt Joe, man. Uh, I got myself a nice Roy shirt from him this weekend. Um, so see him right away. You know, we're already having some beers. And I might have had a couple beers on the way. I'm not sure. Um, but see them. I see Zach and Erica from Atomic Cotton. Shouts out to them. Uh, it's I'm already like seeing people I know. I'm having a good time. We go back to, uh, we leave, we all set up, we, we go to uh, where we're staying. We couldn't, we're not staying at the host hotel, we were staying down the road a little bit. We have a pretty cool little like uh, extended stay type of, type of situation and it's just like, all right, shower, get ready, we're getting pumped, we're all fucking saying, Catalina wine mixer, it's the Catalina wine mixer, it's the big show, it's the big show. We're like ridiculous, like children, um, you know, so you're getting ready, have a couple beers, have, you know. A shot of Jameson for right before we left, uh, Patrick and I, and then smoke a bowl, and then boom, we head to the show. This, so the Friday night from five to six was VIP, as the, usually like that kind of thing usually is with these these conventions, and then at six o'clock it opened to everybody and closed at eleven. Now we got there, we get you know we get there before five, and they start letting VIP people in, and it's a good amount of VIP people. And they're already buying shit. We like uh, we we sold books. Uh, we both of us on both tables within eight minutes of the door opening for VIP people. So I was like, oh wow, this is cool. So we we through that first hour, you could tell like shit was going to be good because people were VIP people were buying stuff on Friday night in that hour. And then I actually I, I realized I, I came I learned like oh that's because there's going to be so many people in here later. They get the VIP so they can have time to not be crushed against other people and look at stuff. So that actually makes good sense, and that was cool. I went out to like take a, a piss before they're going to open up the six o'clock thing, and the amount of people out in the lobby, like in line, like waiting and stretching all the way down, wherever, however they were, I don't know where the line ended, was insane. It was I was like, oh shit, now we're about to have some fun. And some fun we had, dude, we just like ripped it. Like uh, it was um, soon as it people let in, you know, uh, of course, there's a lot of people running, uh, you know, past to get in certain lines because on our section where we were, Danny Trejo was down, um, down the way from us. So there was a lot of people that wanted Danny Trejo and that line was going to be long. So they ran down there. Uh, Tom Savini was right across from us. I have to say. I know I've had some encounters with Tom Savini I didn't care for, but this time I have to do a hard reset because he was quite pleasant um, and very nice. Came to my table, asked me about some books, listened to my whole spiel, chatted a little bit with us. Very nice. So I appreciated that. So very cool. And then and then also right across from us was, uh, um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he plays Guillermo on uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I think his name is Harvey something. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. But, and he was very nice. I, he, I, we didn't really talk to him, but he was like, hi, how are you? you know, he was cool. So we got that all going on. People are running by, but but a lot of people are just stopping and we're just blowing and going, man. We're, we're meeting people, talking, um, just bam, bam, bam. Everything was happening so fast, you know, because it was so busy. Uh, 
and it was amazing. It was like blowing my mind how busy it was. Uh, we were next to some cool ass dudes. Um, these guys etched glass, and one of them that was helping them worked for Gas Monkey Garage. Mike, shouts out. Um, so we were chatting it up with them. And then uh, I, I start playing some songs for some people, and I get this guy, uh, his, uh, his wife, Sherry, shouts out. I don't know if you're listening. I uh, forget his name, but man, he I, we jammed. He played one of his horror songs. I played one of mine. It was very fun. It was a super fun atmosphere. And then I got I got interviewed on some show, and they had me play one of my songs too. And uh, it was just boom! Wow, wow, this is so cool. What the fuck is happening? So you you we round it out. It's like what time is it? It's like that's ten forty. Like what? Ten forty already? You're you're kidding me? And uh, you know Fridays are usually at these cons a, kind of a soft sales day right you know people are looking around a lot um it, it's a it's a shorter day it's the friday night a lot of people will get the majority of the people will get like a two-day pass because it's the weekend day. It, this was not the case for this convention it the sales were amazing like so many books i sold and uh and records and my tarot sets the the four card uh Metal ones, the ones that I have, I have a few sets left and people have been buying them like there, uh, right at the table a lot. A lot of interest in the tarot lately, I said, like I was saying. So man, it was a whirlwind of a Friday. Um, and we get back to the to the hotel motel, Holiday Inn, and uh, we chill for a little bit, celebrate, have another couple drinks and um, settle in pretty, uh, well, everyone, uh, you know, Patrick and Jared, they settle in, Kara and I... <clears throat> I had the run of the living room area and I'm sleeping on the couch. So I actually, I, I stayed up till like two or so, just like drawing. I was finishing one of the tarot cards. I was listening to Bill Burr, just smoking bowls and stuff. So um, that was cool. Oh, I have to say this Friday. So Friday night before we got back, before I crashed out, I, I'm like, I did take a break at one point. I was like, I have to go outside and just smoke a quick bowl. And, uh, and I'll, I'll be right back. So I'm walking. I got my backpack. I got my, you know, my bowl in there loaded, ready to go. And uh, I'm walking out on the, the, the sidewalk in front of the hotel and I'm just weaving my way through all the people smoking cigarettes because I want to get to the end of the row of people and smoke my bowl down there. And as I'm walking, I go around this group of people and this guy's talking to somebody and he just turns and looks at me and just holds out a joint. Like, I was like, what? whoa, what the fuck? Thank, thanks, man. Hey, what's up? And I stop, start chatting with him. And uh, it turns out he grows in Oklahoma and he was there. He had, he had his product. He was like, he was like, nah, man, just hold it, just keep smoking that, dude. So I just smoked the rest of that joint, and then he gave me a joint, and it was awesome. Um, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to WTF, the Wacky Tobacky Farms. Uh, he also, I also got another joint from him before I left, and that's actually what I've been smoking here during the show. I forgot to say, I'm smoking some good grandpappy medicine this morning uh, as I record this. This is banana mango, a uh, sativa with. 19.88 THC. Um, very good. I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So got, we got to talk to him more and uh, that was just cool. It was like out of nowhere. He, and I, he said, you got that look. And I was like, God, yeah, I guess I do. Do I? And uh, it was awesome. So shit like that, I, I always think is pretty fucking fun. So like, uh, we, th then that night, like I said, awesome. I go back. I crash out a little after two. Get up. Now it is the now we're like we're all like Catalina wine mixer yelling it and shit in the morning like ah it's a Catalina wine mixer Jared gets us up all extra early and shit and uh you know because he's dressing up as King Diamond 
and I'm, I got to help him with his makeup. So we get up, we all get ready. We're all doing our thing. And then I have to, I, I go to put like Jared does a base coat of like white, like three coats of this white on his face, grease paint. And then, uh, then he's like, all right, come in and help me do the rest of this. And I, I thought when he asked me to do it, I misunderstood. This is on my fault. I thought he, he was like, can you help do makeup? Like my makeup for King Diamond. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. No problem. I thought it was like going to be something like either a, a, a like he going to line. I don't know. I th- I didn't think I was doing the whole thing, but that's what I did. And I have to say for my first time to actually paint someone's face in ever in general, to be doing this like makeup of King Diamond, uh, this certain shot of him that uh, from one of the tours, whatever. I think I did a pretty good job. I did a pretty damn good job for my first time. And uh, I'm going to do it again when we go to Tulsa for him. So I think I'm going to do better. But so that was a whole thing. I'm sitting there doing this makeup on him. And, uh, you know, he's got the whole get up. He looked awesome. Uh, go th- check out like Death's Head Press uh, Instagram or Twitter and find that picture of Jared as, as a King Diamond. I think he looks fantastic. Um, so we finally get going on that and we're running a little bit late. And uh, because of the makeup and all that stuff, and we get we get there, and Jesus Christ, is there a billion fucking people waiting to get in to this thing? Um, we hurry to the table, and we're just like, all right, we're fucking, we're here, man. You know, it's just, we we maybe just missed the VIP opening by ten minutes. It was like ten after ten because it was like from ten to seven, and when they let the people in at 11, oh fucking shit, dude, it was nuts. Um, so many people came through and it was just, boom, we were selling books, selling books, selling books. They were, they're selling books. I'm selling books, 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 books. And it gets to, uh, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people, uh, shouts out to Lena. Happy birthday. Um, she was rad, gave her a birthday beer. We took some pictures. Uh, I know I'm going to forget everyone I, I talked to, but I'm trying to remember as I go. Uh, yeah, but, um, it was another whirlwind of a day where the hours were just flying by. There was not like a lot of walking around, socializing with anybody or, Hey, how's it going over here, guys? It was just like, you know, come up for air to like, let me run to take a piss and then come back real quick. I, I went out and smoked a part of that joint at one point, but these are like the breaks. If you want to call them breaks, like the being away from the table times, like, for me, it's like it's like four minutes at a time. It's like I seriously like running to go take a leak and trying to hurry back as quickly as you can. And, uh, you know, running to go smoke a, a joint and coming back as quickly as you can because it, it, it just did not stop. And it was awesome. So we're drinking some beers and uh, just like feeling good. We're yelling about the Catalina wine mixer some more. And, and then uh, it's winding down for the day. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't have a lot of books left at all um i think i had i can't remember if i counted that night before but i was sold out of the cycle i was sold out of death packs i sold out of as seen on tv i go into sunday with just basically all i have is scummer and mage of the hellmouth left and not many copies i think i had 27 copies total going into sunday just 27 books total and I sold pretty much almost all of them. I, I have uh, less than 10 books left. I mean, it, it was, I sold tons of books, records, prints. I don't know. I have nothing left, basically. I have a few few things left, which is 
awesome. I mean, this was an amazing, amazing show. It was an amazing, uh, you know, like last week when I was saying how I needed that Charlotte show, that was great. It really you know, picked me up and was uh, sorely needed on all accounts. And it was like this this one, like, took you over the edge uh, and, and beyond to uh, kind of lift me up there. So, um, you know, my spirits are buoyed. I'm feeling good. We, But, like, Sunday, Saturday night, we ended up, uh, um, you know, I ended up partying a little hard. I'm not going to say I can't speak for everyone who partied, but I, you know how Uncle Johnny does it. I might have, you know, gone pretty hard and, uh, you know, maybe had some some uh, old hallucinogens going in my brain like I like. But it was fun. It was mellow. It was cool. We stayed up just bullshitting for a long time, uh, having beers. Patrick and I were drinking Jameson like we were Irishmen or something. I think he is Irish, though, not me. Uh, and... Oh, I played a bunch of songs because it was my uh, niece's birthday and I, I couldn't get to the party. So I made her a video of some songs for her. And then I played a bunch of songs for everybody while we were just chilling. And it was very fun and relaxing. And uh, and like I said, Sunday we get there. It's again, starts off like a lot of people. I'm like, well, man, I wonder, how, I wonder what Sunday is like here. It's busy. Just it's fucking busy. People are just lined up again. Uh, nuts. And it starts going. But man, I have to say. After about the first two hours of the day, I it hit me. I was fucking tired, like exhausted. My body was weary. I was like, oh, man, I feel so tired because it's just so much. It just I'm, I'm you're so putting out so much energy of just like, hey, you know, talking to people like I, I like to do. And then just being on your feet the whole day and, and moving around. And it, it just all kind of was was starting to catch up. Um, but, you know, I was, you know. Sorry, powered through, you know, like I do. But it, it was, it was, uh, I was tired, like very tired toward the end. But, uh, <coughs> sorry. But then, like, there was some big panels that were going on. Like, uh, Corey Taylor had, I think, a two hour question and answer thing. Malcolm McDowell had one that they kind of overlapped. So you could see, like, kind of a dip when people were all at that, but, but not really, not really. So it went till five, you know, we, we, got there till the end we packed up uh everything was significantly lighter than when we brought it in and man um what a good show uh, what a great show what a well-run convention uh especially for having that many moving parts and that many people i didn't see any issues that i knew of um <clears throat> especially on the vendor side everything at least was taken care of and everybody was knowledgeable about where you needed to be and what needed to be going on so uh, kudos to, to Lloyd for putting on an excellent, excellent fucking convention after, uh, having to take a year off for the, uh, you know, pandemic thing. And I would go any to this convention anytime. It was awesome. We get in the truck, we load out, we go back, uh, you know, Kara stops and we get some, get gets a chicken sandwich in both of us. And then Jared and I just slept like babies the whole ride back to Houston. And it was amazing. Uh, you know, got home last night. You know, and just like I said, I was exhausted, crashed out. Um, but now here I am Monday morning to to give you the scoop, let you guys know what was going on. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that being said, you know, that's my recap of of Frightmare, Texas Frightmare 2021. And um, it uh, rules. <laughs> All right, there you go. 
my recap of Texas Frightmare 2021. Thank you guys for checking it out. Thank you uh, again, especially if you're new to the show, for listening and and uh, giving some support. I appreciate it so much. Uh, please remember to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs. Um, you can go to the show's page to see where I'll be next. If I'm coming to your city, hit me up. Let's have a beer. If you're coming to the show, come by the table. Let's hang out. Um, also, while you're there, you at johnwayneisdead.com, go to the shop page and you can pick up my books, t-shirts, records, stickers, whatever I have up there that I have some sets of tarot cards still. I'm going to keep them at the sale price. So they are there for you. Uh, so check that out. Also, don't forget to go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join one of the tiers. If you want to throw your old uncle Johnny a, a couple bucks every month and uh, you'll get access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast plus all the extra stuff that I put on the wall, videos of uh, new songs and covers and things like that. Very fun. So thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, follow me at John Wayne is dead on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I don't need to follow my good old name, John Wayne Kamenale, at Facebook and all of that. Thank you guys so much, and I will uh, see you next week in Hampton, Virginia. (laughs) 